Hello and welcome everyone to Podcasting for Christ. This is Evangelist A.C. Gibson with He's Got the Whole World in His Hands Ministry. On tonight's episode, we're going to look at, Oh, death, where is thy sting? Oh, death, <laughs> where is thy sting? Going to be in 1 Corinthians chapter 15. Going to look at verse 55. Oh, death, where is thy sting? Oh, grave, where is thy victory? Amen. Glory, hallelujah. The sting of death is sin, and the strength of sin is the law. But thanks be to God, which giveth us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Therefore, my beloved brethren, be ye steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, for as much as ye know that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. Now, I went ahead and read 55 through 58 there, but... And I'll probably read it again. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. Hey, get your hands up in the air. Glory, hallelujah. Good Friday is past, and now we're just waiting on Easter. Or we serve a risen Savior. Glory, hallelujah. Lift your hands up and let's praise this risen Savior right now. We know that uh, God inhabits the praise of his people. Just praise the Lord. Amen. Glory, hallelujah. Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty, which is, which was, and which is to come. Amen. Glory. Hallelujah. Thank you, dear God, for sending your son, Jesus, to be our propitiation, to take our place, to become an avenue in which we can have eternal bliss, eternal life. Thank you for making a way for us, Father, dear God. We know from ever since the Garden of Eden, when the fall of man, when sin entered into this world, Father, dear God, that it was corrupt, dear God, it wasn't a change of plans, dear God, you knew exactly what was going to happen. You know all things, Father, and we love you and thank you for that, Father, dear Lord, that we thankful. We are thankful tonight for the blood that was shed on Calvary's cross. We are so thankful tonight, Father, dear God, for your son Jesus who came and, and, and bled and died for us. He went through all the suffering, the, the beating upon, the, the crown of thorns, the plucking of the beard, the humiliation, Father dear God. He went through it all. He carried that cross down the Via del Rosa. He did everything to satisfy your wrath, Father dear God, but he did it all because he loves you. He wanted to be obedient unto death. He did it all because he wanted to please the Father. And he did it all because he loves me and you. Thank you, God, for your salvation plan. Thank you for including me in it. Thank you, Christ, for all that you went through. And I'm so thankful to die, dear God, that, that death has no sting and there's no victory in the grave anymore, that you've defeated Satan. He's already a defeated foe, Father, dear God. And I love you and I thank you. And I want to encourage people tonight, Father dear God, if they don't know you, Father dear Lord, that you have done all this so that we can have eternal life, walk with you forever, for all, forever and ever, all in eternity, Father dear God. Streets of gold, Father dear Lord. A place of that we can't even imagine how good it's going to be. Dear God, we know how good you are to us in this life, and so we can only imagine, Father, what it's going to be like to be in your presence, what it's going to be like to walk these streets of gold, to walk hand in hand, uh, and to live forever and ever and ever. And thanks be to God. Thanks be to his son. Thanks be to this death that has no sting no more. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Now, I pray the Holy Spirit 
would be the teacher, the podcaster, the evangelist here tonight, Father, dear God. Let me just say your word. Shut me up. Shut my mouth, Father, if I'm about to say something that's not truth, it's not of you, Father, dear Lord. And dear God, help me, Father, dear Lord, to make a difference in the lives of others, Father, dear God. Dear Lord, this is a paramount episode. It's imperative, Father, dear God, that people take heed to the gospel truth today, Father, dear Lord. If they've turned their back on you, Father, dear God, mercifully, Father, dear God, reach out, reach to them, Father, dear God, right where they are, Father, and pluck them up, dear God, and place them in a church of your choosing, Father, dear God. Dear God, there's so much I could praise you about tonight, Father, dear Lord. I spent Easter with some family uh, last night, and dear God, it was wonderful. It was a blessing, and dear God, I want to thank you for it. I want to thank you for all that you've done. In the name of Christ Jesus, in the name of Muhammad Mashiach, in the name of Yahshua, Father, dear God, in the sweet, precious name of Jesus Christ, I love you and I thank you. Amen, amen. Oh, death, where is thy sting? I tell you, that sting is gone. Amen. Glory, hallelujah. Oh, death, where is thy sting? Now, we're going to, this is verse 15, 55 through 58 again. Let me read it again, right? It's so good. Oh, death, where is thy sting? Oh, grave, where is thy victory? The sting of death is sin. The strength of sin is the law. I like this. But thanks be to God, which giveth us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Somebody say glory. Hallelujah. We've got the victory thanks to our Lord Jesus Christ. Therefore, my beloved brethren, be ye steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, for as much as ye know that your labor is not in vain in the Lord amen 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 keep pressing forward keep moving forward amen glory hallelujah let me get some coffee mm. lord praise the lord I, I, I tell you what's a great easter weekend like i said i've already spent some time with family and uh, a lot of good things going on and uh, i love the lord and amen glory hallelujah for that you know but our hope is in the lord Everything we do in this life will make a difference in eternity. You know, we, we should be all be looking forward to the eternal life because of the hope we have found in Christ Jesus. Uh, what started in the Garden of Eden has now been finished on the cross of Calvary. You know, sin entered that garden. Satan thought he knew what he was doing. He thought he had a plan. You know, he's smart, he's wise, I'm going to give him that. He's, he's, he's able to trip me up, I know that. He's, he's smart enough to figure out my ways, but you know what? Greater is he that is in me than he that is in this world, you know? So, hey, that's why I say that Christ has defeated death. He's defeated hell, and he, is defe- and he has defeated the grave. Amen. Glory, hallelujah. I got a few things I want to look at tonight here, and we're going to close. That's not going to be a long episode, I don't think. Uh, you know, always I might say that, and it might turn, up, turn out being pretty long or something, but hey, you never know with me. Uh, but hey, I'm going to do exactly what God tells me to do here tonight. I'm going to look at death is certain. I'm going to look at we should never fear man. We're going to look at he is alive. We're going to look at Christ became like us and his promises to us and our gospel truth and the last enemy to be destroyed 
Christ was a one-time sacrifice. Matthew, I'm going to look at, is going to tell us how it's going to go down. I'm going to look at many scriptures tonight. I know that sounded like a lot of points there that I was going to bring out, but I'm pretty sure I'll go through these uh, pretty fast here uh, and everything. So let's look at this first one here. It says, death is certain. You know, we're all going to die. Do you not believe that? Has everyone you've ever known uh, that has passed on, or did they not leave us? Are they not gone now? I don't think anyone except for Christ Jesus himself has ever risen from the grave except for those that he has uh, chose uh, to heal. Uh, remember when he said, Lazarus, come forth, and Lazarus came forth out of the grave. Uh, we know that Elijah and Elisha and, and other things have happened. People have come back, but there's only been one that the sinless man that has ever died for the sins of man. The one, there's only been one that has satisfied the wrath of God. There's only been one that God used, as John the Baptist says, one of my favorite ones. It says, Behold the Lamb of God, which taketh away the sin of of the world and that's what he's done he's taken away the sin of the world but death is certain we're all going to die the only way we're going to escape death is if we are caught up carried away taken up in the rapture when christ returns and i believe that's going to be happening real soon i, I believe that bible prophecy is being fulfilled and maybe i'll have some time at the end of the episode to give you a few uh prophecy news notes and everything that's going on around i tell you uh, AI is getting crazy, uh, artificial intelligence. It's getting to the point now where it could uh, help itself, you know. And like I said last week, that's uh, Skynet. That's the Terminator movies. That's things going on like that. And, you know, things being able to correct itself, rewrite itself, and make itself even better. And then eventually we know that AI, AI can say, what well, I don't even need a man anymore, you know. And that's a scary thought. But let me just tell you one thing. Uh, God's not going to let that happen. God's not going to let artificial intelligence take over the world and, and, and everything. I believe he will come get the church. He will shut things down just like he did with the Tower of Babel. They were trying to play God. They were trying to be like God. But we all know what happened there. He confounded the languages and, and separated them all. And they couldn't finish their projects, you know. And God's going to confound man again. Man's trying to play God. Man's trying to be like God. Man's trying to... to uh, and he's trying to act like God in, in judgment and things and saying he's trying to be creative like God. Man's just trying to do everything like he was at the Tower of Babel, you know, and everything. But God's going to come down like he did before and confound something. He's going to destroy. He's going to thwart. He's going to make sure that these things don't happen. Because why? Because everything is going to happen exactly the way the Bible predicts it, everything, all Bible prophecy up to this point has been fulfilled. Uh, uh, not all, excuse me, some uh, Bible prophecy we know has been fulfilled. And we know that we could see Bible prophecy. I'm working on an episode that's going to be in Daniel uh, right now, excuse me. And, and I'm telling you, it, I'm, I would have already put it out, but I'm telling you, I don't want to put it out until I'm absolutely ready. That Because I'm going through, I want to go through the whole book and kind of study so many things and bring out a lot of Bible prophecy that is found in Daniel. And, I, and like I said, I'm not going to do it until I'm absolutely ready. But y'all just look forward to that. It'll be coming up as well. And uh, But hey, I've rambled on enough here. Let's look. Uh, what Death is certain. Okay, so, and where do we find that? Well, we know right now, Romans 6, 23, for the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. And Hebrews 9, 27, as it is appointed unto men once to die, 
But after this, the judgment. That's Hebrews 9, 27. And it is appointed unto men once to die. And after the, but after this, the judgment. And we know that after the judgment, we know there's some things that are going to be happening after that too as well. And I'll have that here going on here shortly here. And I'll let you know that. Amen. Glory. Hallelujah. So we know that death is certain. We know that we know that people die every day. We know that I don't think there's any of us that are going to escape death, right? And the only way we're going to escape death is, like I said, when the if the rapture was to take place right now, the dead in Christ shall rise first, and then all which we remain shall be called up and caught up and, and we'll meet him in the air. This is not Christ's second coming. This is the uh the rapture the calling out the catching up whatever you want to call it it's got it's when we meet him in the air as as uh the old hymnal sings there is going to be a meeting in the air in the sweet sweet by and by notice how that sweet sweet by and by that's going to be a sweet day for believers but a horrible horrible day for unbelievers that's why you hear me say all the time it's time for us to to uh, buckle down it's time to get serious it's time to let, let our light shine it's time for it's time for you who are lost to call out to Christ and, and come to him and find salvation and I hope I explain everything very clear in tonight's episode because we know right now that death is certain and you're going to die and where you spend eternity eternity is not up to God it's up to you you have the choice uh, John 3:16 for God so loved the world that whosoever that whosoever is you and you know what we're on God's side if we're children of God if we're doing his will and everything we should never fear man that's one of my points here we should never fear man Matthew 10:28 says and fear not them which kill the body but are not able to kill the soul but rather fear him which is able to destroy both soul and body in hell now, I'm not saying that we shouldn't fear men sometimes I know if someone pulls a gun out on you and someone does something like that I know that's a normal natural thing to have fear I know you could fear uh, some things but but look at it in its context here we are not to really fear man at all as believers of Christ as followers of Christ as Christians as sheep we're his children you know, one of my favorite things is years ago, my dad would come home. I'd run and meet him at the door. You know, uh, we would sit in his lap. And, and there was a, a sense of security that I had when my father was around that no one could touch me. No one's going to bother me. I'm in my daddy's lap, right? You know, it's the same way as children of God. We are... We are children. It's like we're in his lap. And you know what? We should feel the utmost security and know that nothing is going to happen to us unless Christ allows it to happen. Everything has to go through God. Remember Job? He, he uh, you know, Satan had to get permission to come and attack Job. But you know what? Uh, I guess the, the good thing to say sometimes uh, would be, are you worthy of being called to to be persecuted, you know, and we should count it as, as a badge of reward when we go through suffering, but we don't take it like that, do we? We often get mad at God, say things we shouldn't say and do things that we shouldn't do. 
But Matthew 10, 28 says, And fear not them which kill the body, but are not able to kill the soul, but rather fear him which is able to destroy both soul and body in hell. I'm telling you not right now, lost person, if you're out there right now, you can fear man all you want to, but there's one you need to fear, and his name is God. His name is Jehovah. His name is Christ Jesus, our Hamamashiach, the Messiah, the Chosen One, uh, Yeshua. Uh, 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 you know, is is his name, and 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 we should fear him, because he, not only can he take our life, but he could take our soul. He could take us, and, and and put us in a place where we don't belong, and that's hell. We don't belong there. Hell was prepared for Satan and his his angels. But we need to know right now. Now, if you're saved already, there's nothing you have to fear because there's no way you can go to hell. Once I'm, I'm a firm believer and once saved, you're always saved. I know that there's people that may disagree with me, but how can you have any security? How can you sleep at night if you know, well, did I do enough good today to be saved or did I did I not? I mean, you know, I, I sleep very well at night. I've, you know, I have a, a, a I'm secure, I, I'm safe. I, I, I'm, I know that I'm a going to heaven and there's nothing, you know, and, I, and I, uh, there's plenty of scripture. I didn't plan on doing that. I guess maybe I should have to break. Maybe I could try to look up a couple things or something, uh, scriptures, but, but that's not about tonight's episode. But let me just tell you right now, uh, God is, is a save. He put you, you know, it says no man that can pluck you out of his hands. I'll just say that now I'm going to move on because we should never fear man. We need to be fearing God right now. And don't fear, if you're a believer right now, don't fear all the things you see going on in the news. Don't fear all the things that are going on with politics and and, and even in the church, so-called church, you know, this uh, ecumenical, ecumenical movement, the ecumenical church, and all the things that are going forward. If you find yourself in one of those churches, uh, well, I'll, I'm going to pray for you, and you need to be praying, and maybe... Uh, you can find yourself in another church because, you know, there's there's no... Uh, God is not a God of acceptance of everything. He's not just going to accept every way to... There's only one way to God, and that's through His Son, Jesus Christ. Let me just say that, and I'll move on. Let me just say right now that He is alive. Amen. He is alive. He is alive. Glory. Hallelujah. Our God is alive. Let me just tell you right now, uh, we're this is the perfect weekend to talk about this, of course, that's why I did it this way, because Revelations 1.18 says, I am he that liveth, amen, and was dead. Christ did die on the cross for the sins of mankind, but glory, hallelujah, he is alive right now. I am the Lord that liveth, and was dead, and behold, I am alive, what, forevermore, amen. And I have the keys of hell and of death. Amen. There is no need to worry. Now there is no sting of death, and our eternal security can be sure. Our eternal, our eternal home awaits us as believers in Christ. As believers in Christ. And no matter how bad things get on this earth, one day all that we have gone through will be worth it. Revelations 21, 4, And God shall wipe away all tears from their eyes, and there shall be no more death, neither sorrow nor crying, neither shall there be any more pain, for the former things are 
passed away. Amen. And all of this is because of John 3.16. We're going to hold off there from the break and we'll be right back. Glory, hello. Hello and welcome back. I left off with uh, Revelation 21 4. It says, And God shall wipe away all tears from their eyes, and there shall be no more death, neither sorrow nor crying, neither shall there be any more pain, for the former things are passed away. And I said, Why? All because of John 3 16. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son. Notice that he gave only be God's son and that whosoever hey that's you that whosoever believeth in him shall not perish but have everlasting life amen glory hallelujah you know God loves us this much that he gave us his son Christ Jesus and you know in Christ Jesus he loves us so much that he went to the cross he was obedient unto death for us he satisfied God's wrath upon sin and made a way for us to live forever with Him in heaven above. Amen. Glory. Hallelujah. Praise be to God. You know, Christ, He became like us. He came down. He had everything He ever wanted. <laughs> no problems. Living a great life in heaven, right? But he came down to become a man. He humbled himself to become a man, born of a virgin. Lived his whole life for 33 years upon this earth, walking around, healing, teaching, showing us the Father, doing us th doing things for us because he loved us and he was obedient even unto death. Christ became like us to destroy him that had the power over death at the time, Satan himself. Hebrews 2.14 says, For as much then as the children are partakers of flesh and blood, he also himself likewise took part of the same that through death he might destroy him that had the power of death, that is, the devil. Notice I said, I stressed that word, had the power of death. We shouldn't fear, we shouldn't worry. Don't worry about Satan. Stay in God's Word. Don't worry about things in this life that all the worrying in the world is going to do nothing to change anything. Did you know that it was a sin to worry? Yes, it is. It shows that we're not trusting in God when we worry about things. And I know sometimes that's easier said than done, right? But it's the truth. It's the truth. We should not worry. We should know that God's got the whole world in His hands. Amen. We should know that He knows exactly 
every need that we have. He knows exactly where we are. And you know that every uh, every word in our Bibles, every scripture is, is there for us so that we can believe, so that we can know uh, what's happened in the past, so we can know what's coming in the future, so we can know how to be saved. And there are promises all over the Bible for us, for me and you. And one of his promises to us is, is Acts 2 27 says because thou will not leave my soul in hell neither will thou suffer thine holy one to see corruption amen thank you Jesus glory hallelujah he will not leave my soul in hell neither will he suffer thine holy one to see corruption when I look at something like that I, I do uh, makes it makes me want to stress the point that you know we're that Christ is, is going to be coming back to get us soon because he's not going to let us go through the tribulation and all the things so we're his church we can take that promise to heart and knowing that Christ is going to come and get his church before all these horrible things start taking place. What is our gospel truth? Uh, our gospel truth, uh, the gospel is Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Every bit of it's the gospel, but the gospel in a nutshell is John 3.16. We know, for God so loved the world, he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. Our gospel truth is is found in the pages of Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John when we read things and, and know what Christ did for us, his death, his burial, his resurrection, and he's alive today. That is the gospel truth. He died for our sins. By his stripes we are healed. The sin-bearing servant in Isaiah 53. But I got another one here. Our gospel truth is 2 Timothy 1.10. But is now made manifest by the appearing of our Savior Jesus Christ, who hath abolished death and hath brought life and immortality to light through the gospel. The good news. The good news that I can share with you right now. The good news is that Christ has died upon the cross. The good news that he was buried. The good news that he is alive. He has risen. He is resurrected. He's at the right hand of the Father making intercessory prayer for us. It is our gospel truth. God has made a way for us. You know what? It's up to you to decide now. I've given you facts. I've given you the truth. It's up to you to decide now. We must choose. We have to choose whom we're going to serve. Now is the time. Today is the day to call out to, to Christ and make Him your King. Did you know by not choosing, your choice has been made. 
What do I have to do to go to hell? Absolutely nothing. Just stay right where you are. What do I have to do to go to heaven? Well, believe in the death and the burial and the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Believe in Romans 10, 9, that thou shalt believe in that heart and believe that Christ had raised, or that, excuse me, that God hath raised Christ from the dead. Thou shalt be saved, you know. Uh, take that Roman road. Read chapter Romans chapter 10. Believe in the things it talks about. Believe in your Bible. Believe in what I'm saying. I'm always going to give you truth of a I'm not going to sugarcoat things. I'm just going to lay it out there for you. And let me just tell you what's going to happen if you don't. It says in Matthew 25, 46 tells us, And these shall go away into everlasting punishment, but the righteous to life eternal. It's a choice that you make. God doesn't send anyone to hell. Hell was prepared for Satan and his, his, his angels. So the last enemy that we have to be destroyed is death. You can find that in 1 Corinthians 15, 26. Christ was a one-time sacrifice. 1 Peter 3, 18. For Christ also hath once suffered for sins, the just for the unjust, that he might bring us to God, being put to death in the flesh, but quickened by the Spirit. Christ was our one-time sacrifice. There's no need for anything else. When the Roman Catholic Church says we got to do this, we got no, we didn't have to do anything else except believe. Anything that you add you're just trying to say that Christ's sacrifice was not enough. Shame on you. Shame on the Catholic Church, the Roman Catholic Church, for putting all these things, for deeming uh, your traditions is, is uh, equal to Scripture, which is ludicrous. The Bible is the final authority. The Bible is God's Word. The Bible is all you're going to hear me teach and preach and, and, and talk about. There's nothing else that has to be done. The ball's in your court. All you have to do now is just believe. Take that Roman road. All you have to do now if you're backslidden is just get on your knees and pray to God and get restored. You know, after the thousand-year reign of Christ, there will still be those who refuse to accept Christ, and Satan will be let loose again only to be cast into the lake of fire. After seven years of tribulation and everything that's going to go on, then Christ is going to come back. We're going to come back with him. He's going to actually put his feet on the ground. The battle of Armageddon is going to take place. And we know there's going to be a thousand-year reign of perfect peace. Perfect peace. The wolf will lay with the lamb. But after a thousand years of perfect peace and Christ on the thrones, Satan's going to be let loose and he's going to pull some and, and there's going to be people that still that are alive on this earth that are going to refuse to accept and believe. Revelation 20.14 tells us that in death and hell were cast into the lake of fire. This is the second death. Believe me, you don't want to take no part of the second death. 
cast into a lake of fire where you will spend eternity. God doesn't want you to go there. I don't want you to go there. So why go there? Choose life. Choose today. Choose life. Choose you today whom you're going to serve. As for me and my house, we're going to serve the Lord. Amen. I know each week you hear me say talk about a favorite verse. Uh, last week it was uh, my favorite. Uh, I love it when the fire came down, you know. I love it how he says, hey, wake your God up. Maybe he's asleep, you know, maybe he's on a far journey. I know I don't have to worry about that problem with the Lord. We knew, we uh, we all know who, sh- who showed up last week, right? And that fire came down from heaven. Amen. Glory. Hallelujah. So I said, oh, that's one of my favorite stories in the Bible. Yeah, I've got plenty of them, but y'all have heard me talk about uh, Mary and Martha and the raising of Lazarus. It's, it's, it's really one of my all-time favorite verses. It's John eleven twenty five. When she speaks of, you know, hey, I know you'll rise in the resurrection. I know he's going to, you know what? And I believe that maybe our, our Bible doesn't produce this the way I think it should be produced. And what do I mean by a big old fat exclamation point? Because I just believe that after that was said, that Jesus' response here, when he said Jesus said unto her, I believe it was a very powerful statement. One of the most powerful statements in the Bible when he says, I am the resurrection and the life. He that believeth in me, though he were dead, yet shall he live. very powerful. Jesus is the resurrection and the life. He is the way, the truth, and the life, and no one comes to Him. No one comes to God. No one comes to God except through Him. He is the door. He is the way, and there's no other way. The ecumenical movement, this ecumenical movement, or the, when the ecumenical church, or ecumenical church, I mean, if I'm getting that backwards or whatever, uh, trying to tell us that every everything's accepted, every wind of doctrine, every believer, no matter who they serve. I'm sorry, uh, the Bible makes it clear that Jesus Christ is the way. You can't go through uh, Muhammad, you can't go through Buddha, you can't go through any religion. It has to be a personal relationship with Christ Jesus. He's the only way to get to the Father. Which let me just go ahead and tell you now. Let me give you a salvation call. As I've said many times, please believe in the death, burial, and the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Believe in the death upon that cross. That cross is empty. I don't like to see Christ on a cross. He was there, but he's not there anymore. He's gone. He is risen. He's alive today. Glory. Hallelujah. And that's what I'm going to look at tonight's bottom line is going to be what Matthew tells us is going to happen. Matthew 25, 41 tells us exactly what's going to happen one day. It says, Then shall he say also unto them on the left hand, Depart from me, ye cursed, into everlasting fire, prepared for the devil and his angels. Not prepared for you and me. Oh, we'll go there by doing nothing. 
all you got to do to go there is just do nothing. But let me beg you tonight. Let me beg you right now. Let me let me bend your ear just for a moment just to let you know that Christ Jesus loves you. He died upon that cross. All the suffering he went through was for you. And God loves you and he doesn't want to send anyone anywhere. He wants, you know, as, as, a, as a matter of fact, yes, he does. He wants to send you all to heaven. He wants all to go to heaven. He wants none to perish. No, not one. And I don't want you to perish either. That's the whole purpose of why we're doing podcasting for Christ is to see lost souls get saved. See backsliders get restored and get on fire. And we know that God's coming soon. Let's get to, let's get to a few news notes in, hopefully here. And uh, see what's going on here. I like that this one here says the U.S. is running out of time. China races to dominate military and emerging technology. The Chinese Communist Party openly says it wants to establish dominance in emerging critical technologies as part of its strategy strategy to supplant the United States as the world dominant power, establish a new world order, and replace the U.S.-led international system established after World War II. There's a new world order coming. It's here. I spoke of it. Uh, when we look at this AI technology that's uh, out there right now, artificial intelligence getting as smart as it can be to where it can rewrite its own weaknesses and, and correct itself and advance without humans doing anything and that's a scary thing and let me just tell you that just lets me know that Christ is going to return here real soon because he's not going to let that happen. He didn't let it happen with the Tower of Babel. As man trying to play God, man trying to build this tower, man trying to be like God, act like God and God had to come down himself and confound the language and separated everybody and he had to put a stop to it. And let me just tell you, this AI technology, this is forming, that's forming right before our eyes. This is Revelation 13. This is the beast system being produced right before our very eyes. And we know right now that it's only going to be able to advance so far before God's going to come down and, and take the church away. I think that man's going to be able to advance to a certain point. This beast system is... Uh, in play and it is going to be put in play and it's going to be one world one world order one world church one world monetary system and one world government we see these things and i think the last thing really to come into play now is the uh the monetary system uh, like i said this uh, ecumenical or ecumenical movement with the ecumenical church is is already out there building we know they're building the three in one churches you know, and and we know that they're uh, accepting everything right now. Oh, it doesn't matter what you believe in. You can pray to that tree out there. You're accepted. You're, you're going to heaven. That's, that's what they say. But, uh, you know, Jesus said, I came to divide. Jesus said, uh, there's unity in the, uh, among the believers in Christ, and he is the only way. 
we're definitely fast approaching this one world government, one world system. I noticed last week's murder of the six people in the church, uh, you know, it constitutes the 2023's deadliest act of violence against churches, which have increased nearly three times this year compared to last year. The number of anti-church attacks in 2022 have already tripled over four years. As a previous report found, the church is being attacked. The church is not being looked at anymore as a solution. The church is being looked at now as the problem. Christian believer, don't feel bad. Don't feel horrible about the things going on around you that by the world's not falling apart everything's falling into place everything is going exactly the way god said it would go should we be surprised at any of these things happening of these prophecy news uh headlines now l- listen to this I love, boy this is crazy parents offered training parents offered training okay to accept trans- transgender men in daughters' sports. Any parent fed up with trans woman, uh, woman's domination of a female soccer league will be offered training to help them better understand trans issues. And one woman who opposed the league's trans policy is now facing potential hate crime charges. Uh, I guess go ahead and lock me up. Go ahead and throw away the key. Whatever you got to do with me, Biology, biology tells you what you are when you are born. You either have the equipment that you have to be a man or you have the equipment that you have uh, to be a woman. Case closed. There is no deciding what you are. You are what you look in the mirror and see. You're either a man or a woman. You can identify as whatever you want to. That does not change the Bible. That does not change God's mind. That doesn't change His plan. And that doesn't change who you are. What you are is mixed up, messed up. In a mixed up, messed up world. As I've said many a times, they're calling good evil and evil good. And they will continue to do so. Boy, there's some other stories here, but let me just tell you. That one right there make you want to just mm, throw up. Let me read this one right quick and we'll go ahead and close this thing out. The coming food crisis that no one's talking about all over the world. uh, uh, Topsoil is being uh, depleted at a frightening rate. Supplies of raw material that were used for making fertilizer are becoming extremely tight. And extreme weather is wrecking, uh, wrecking havoc with food production. The era of abundant food for many could soon be coming to an end. As the old song, a piece of bread would buy a bag of gold. I wish we'd all been ready. Mm. The World Economic Forum AI enslavement is coming for you. Although the WEF has spent the last 50 years organizing conferences, publishing policy proposals, and uh, connecting global leaders in the industry, banking, information, technology, intelligence gathering, military strategy, and politics, its mission objective is remarkably simple. The smartest, best people in the world should rule everyone else. Dear Lord, I love you, and I thank you, Father, dear God, 
then we know right now that these scary headlines should not scare us at all, Father. That you love us, you care for us, and you are still on the throne and you're still in 100% control and all we got to do is call out to you, Father, dear God. Dear God, for those listening right now that they're lost, I pray right now, Father, they'd find salvation, let them take that Roman road. If they're backslidden, Father, let them get to their knees right now and, and get restored. Dear God, if they're saved and serving you, I pray you'd bless them in a mighty way, Father. Help them to share this episode, Father, dear God, with others. So that the, your words, your truth can ring out all over the globe. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. Glory, hallelujah. Thank you, each and every one of you. This is Evangelist Stacy Gibson with He's Got the Whole World in His Hands Ministry. And thank you for listening to Podcasting for Christ. Hey, please uh, make sure you let other people know this uh, podcast exists and help me to get it out there. I'm praying for you. You continue to pray for me. Please check out He's Got the Whole World in His Hands Ministry on YouTube. I got a show on there called Truth Matters, and I should be putting out another episode there soon. And uh, hey, don't be afraid. Don't be alarmed. Oh, death, where's our sting? Oh, (laughs) don't worry about that sting of death anymore. Amen. Glory, hallelujah. Praise the Lord. God bless you. Happy Easter. (laughs) And we'll see you next time. God bless.